Welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. So how do you know when is the best time to sell a sports card? All right, we all want to maximize our value. And this question is probably about as old as the sports card hobby in general. And it can be very difficult and challenging, all right? Almost kind of like uh, trying to predict the weather, right? You probably actually would have a better success rate at picking what the tomorrow's weather is going to be than to pick the correct time and when to sell a sports card, okay? So you're probably not going to get it 100% accurate all the time okay it's just going to be very very challenging so let's just get that out of the way right now okay <sighs> take a big deep breath okay you're probably not going to time the market 100 accurately okay so just get that out of the way feel good about it you're not going to be right all right we've seen it uh you know in the sports car market but in every market in general there's always these ebbs and flows and it's high in one week and it's low the next week I mean, we've seen this with the 2003 LeBron James Topps Chrome recently. That card got up to about $38,000, and then now it's down to $30,000. So it's just all over the place depending on which card it is. There's just so many factors that come into it, you know, who the player is, what that particular uh, player's team is doing, okay, the grade, the pop report, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Tons of factors at play here, right? So it can be rather stressful to decide, you know, when to sell a card. You know, I mean, are you, am I going to time it right? What's going on with this uh, market here? What's going on with the team, etc.? And what are some sort of indicators that we can look at to help us decide whether or not it is the right time to sell a card? Again, as with anything, these are just my own thoughts, all right? Always do your own research and, and do what's best for you, your collection, and your family. And always talk with a couple people beforehand. If you've got a big time card that you are thinking about selling, hey, run it by a couple people in the hobby that you trust. Get their opinion before uh, making that decision. That'll make you feel a ton better on whether or not that is the correct decision at that particular time. But let's go ahead and talk about some indicators here that we can kind of uh, you know walk through here and help us decide whether or not it is in our best interest to sell that card. All right. And number one is you no longer like the player. Hey, it happens, right? Guys, uh, you know, get traded to your rival team, all right? That's a big one you see in baseball with the Red Sox and the Yankees. He's no longer your BFF, right? He plays with a rival, all right? Uh, you know, he does something silly off the field, something stupid, or, you know, he says something like, you know, the earth is flat or something like that, all right? And you no longer like the guy, right? And you want to get rid of him. That happens all the time as players change teams a lot. Player does something you don't like. Maybe he's just not good anymore, okay? That's definitely a legit reason to go ahead and move on from a card. Number two is you want to move down in grade on a card. Let's say, for example, you have a PSA 9 of a particular card that's worth $10,000. And a PSA 8 sells for about $5,000, right? And you really don't care whether you have an 8 or a 9. It's really not that important to you on this particular card. You'd rather have the $5,000 in your pocket and then downgrade to a PSA 8. Hey, that's a great opportunity to go ahead and sell that 9, get that extra 5K, and then just pick up that 8. You still got the card in your collection. You just move down a grade on that particular card. Number three is obviously you want to buy something different. Okay, you've got a 10K card, same example here, and you want to switch over to a different type of card that's got the same exact value. Okay, obviously it makes sense to go ahead and sell that 10K card. 
and then pick up that other tank hay card. You got no money coming out of your pocket. That's a win. You've got the card that you actually want in your collection. Or you can actually work out a trade. Uh, let's say, for example, somebody's got that exact card and you can work out an exact trade. Or maybe you've got to do use that card and a little bit of cash to get the, the, the new card. Whatever it is that you want to do there. But just make sure when you're doing a trade <laughs> at that particular value, it's probably always best to do that one in person. All right. And number four, and this one is uh, a very, very important one to watch, is how hot the market is right now for that particular player. All right, we've seen this with cards all over the you know the map on the last few years here. All of a sudden, a player picks up some momentum in the playoffs and becomes very, very hot. Players are picking them up because maybe they haven't thought about the player in a while, or they're like, hey, you know, I'd like to add that guy into my collection. Uh, you know, we saw this, for example, with Damian Lillard's 2012 Prism PSA 10 last year. Of course, he was, you know, dominating the playoffs when they came back in and started playing again. And he was averaging, gosh, what was he, 40-something a game? I mean, just going crazy. And his Prism PSA 10 got all the way up to like $3,000, and it was just insanity. And then after he got knocked out of the playoffs, that thing got all the way down to 700 bucks. So imagine if you were in that card at $700 and it got up to 3000 right? That would be a good time to sell because, I mean, is Damian Lillard's Prism card going to be worth more than 3000 at some point in the future? I mean, maybe, but why take that chance? You've got a really good return. You've already over three extra money. I would have sold it at that 3000 mark. Now, of course, hindsight's always 2020. I mean, even if you could have sold it at 2000 I think that still would have been a good, fair price for that card, all right? Number five, I mean, you, we've seen this one a lot with uh, people that got into the hobby a lot earlier than others, in the, particularly in the 2000s. But, you know, they've 10x or 20x their money already on a card. You know, take, for example, that LeBron James 2003 Topps Chrome. You know, there were probably a lot of people in that card at two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000. And that card got up to $38,000. I mean, if you're into that card for so little money, it might be a decent time to go ahead and cash out of that card, move on to another card in the hobby that maybe you couldn't previously afford, or if you want to do something else with that money, but that's a very hard profit to turn down, 10x and sometimes 20x for some uh, people that have gotten into maybe like Luka Doncic's cards when they were really, really cheap, $5, $10, $15 and They got them grading and got PSA 10s, and now they're a $2,000 card. I mean, just insanity. Might be time to move on when you get to that 10x and 20x level, all right? All right, number six here, and another big one here, and uh, this one is definitely something I always like to touch on here because I think it applies to every single person is, you know, there's something in your personal life that comes up financially, all right? Now, if you've got a big-time card, let's go back to that, you know, $10,000 card for an example, right? And, you know, you haven't set up your kid's college fund yet, or maybe you haven't been on that vacation yet with your family in a couple years, or you got a baby on the way, right? That's a huge one. You never quite know what those costs are going to be. Um, you know, you got to do a down payment on the house. That's another big one as well. I mean, those are all legit reasons, you know? I mean, take an example here. We just went in with our neighbor on getting a pontoon boat, right? And, and boats are super, super expensive if you've never owned one, right? And, you know, my wife is a late girl. Both of my girls are late girls. And they want to get out on the lake this year. And it's just like, you know, am I going to be holding on to this particular card here just because, you know, I think it's going to maybe go up another five, ten thousand dollars $10,000? Or am I going to go ahead and, and buy that boat and get all these experiences and memories that are going to last an absolute lifetime? 
I mean, it's hard to sit in that chair and, and, and tell those three people no, right? So I always sell something if you get a chance to do that. Of course, you know, don't be going into debt on doing a boat or anything like that. Those things are money pits. But if you get a chance to do something like that, man, sell the card. You will feel so much better about it in the long term. And that's what I'm all about is long-term health in the hobby, but also for our personal finances and, all of, of course, all of our relationships as well. Right, number seven, last one here is, you know, this happens to everybody, you know, and, you know, it's like the hobby interest has left you, you know, you're just not interested in the hobby anymore. And this is okay to admit, I mean, everybody gets burned out sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, you, people come into the hobby, they leave the hobby for a while, and, you know, then they come back again, it, it really just depends on what your current situation is. But hey, if you're burnt out, you know, it's okay, man. Say, you know what? I don't want to be involved in cards anymore. I maybe want to do autographs or I want to do crypto or I want to do something else, stocks, whatever it is that you want to do. It's okay to admit it. You can always come back to the hobby, all right? But don't let feel like you're anchored into the hobby because you've put so much money into it and, you, you know, you've got all these cards now. And if you're not interested anymore, sell the cards, all right? Move on to something else that interests you. Life is so short, man. Follow that passion, whatever it is. And use your sports card collection to help fund that if you're no longer interested in the hobby. So, hopefully, guys, helps you decide whether or not to sell a card. Again, comment below. Let me know if there are you know certain reasons or certain things that you look for on when you know when's a good time for you to sell a card. Maybe comment below and tell me your experiences on selling that big time card that you were holding off uh, for a while. So, again, always appreciate you guys watching. Visit the website powersportsmobilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs, and I will see you on the next episode.